Good morning, saints of God. We thank God for the prior seven days of our 30-day series as an overcomer. Um, today we are looking at a different aspect, which is quite common in our day and has been there since the dawn of time. So let's pray. Our Lord and our King, we come before you, Lord. Bible says, oh God, your word is a light unto our path and a lamp unto our feet. Today we pray, whatever darkness, O oh God, that has clouded us, that allows, that has not made us unable, O oh God, to see clearly your way, your path of life and truth. Lord, let your light shine brightly. Show us, O oh God, the errors in our ways. Expose, O oh God, Father, the deeds of our hearts that we will be able to come before you repentance, that you will cleanse us and accept us, O oh God, as, as a prodigal son who has come back to you and all been clothed in righteousness of Christ by the blood of Jesus. We thank you for all you've done for us. Speak to us, Lord. Take away all distractions, Father. Help our, our minds and our hearts, O oh God, to be fixed on you, that we hear a word in season, that you will save our souls from destruction. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So today we are looking at overcoming sexual sins. Overcoming sexual sins. And our theme scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 18 to 20. And it says, Flee fornication. Every sin that a man doeth, is without the body, but he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body. 19 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? 20 says, For you are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, Bible says that with the ones no. With, in the book of James, it says that resist the devil. So most things we are asked to contend, to fight against, to resist and to war against and we overcome. This one thing, this one sin, in terms of sexual immorality or sexual sins, the Bible says we should flee. Which tells you that God knows how he designed that. He knows that we are, we are most likely to fall if we stand and attempt to resist. So the, the, the ideal thing is to run away. So we'll look at a few examples of in the Bible of People who face sexual sins, their approaches, and what happened afterwards with that. So we'll start with looking at David. In 2 Samuel 11, David is supposed to go to war. Um, Israel is at war. And David stays behind in his palace and he goes out onto his balcony and sees Bathsheba washing herself. He looks at her, he desires her, he brings her to his home and takes and, 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 and sleeps with her effectively. Um, taking someone's wife and committing adultery with her. Now, once he's done, he feels guilty. Unfortunately, one sin leads to another. So he thinks, okay, how do I cover this sin up? Then he moves on to plan with his um, commander-in-chief, Joab, to get Uriah killed at the war front. Now, Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 16 that our bodies are the temple of God. Keep in mind, this is the same David who goes to battle against Goliath without an armor. Goliath has a full armor and fully clad for war. David goes with five stones, a sling, and a stick, and with one strike of a stone on, on, a, on an armored man's forehead, this man falls down. This same man, um, because he's had an, a, a child wrongfully with a married woman, although God had blessed the man to this point, the child with Bathsheba died. Why? Bible says that in the book of uh, Second Kings, of, of First Kings, sorry, uh, Ahab is supposed to go to war. 
And Micaiah the prophet warns him not to go. Ahab insists on going. Micaiah says, look, there was a council in heaven. God asked, who shall go and be a lion a, a spirit in the, in the mouth of um, Ahab's prophets? Then that means, then a, a demon said, I will go. See, for anybody to suffer anything, keep in mind that God owns the world. Every demonic presence needs permission from God to act. The action, whether it fails or it succeeds, depends on how well are you planted in God or not. Now, while David was in God, it didn't matter whether he met bears or lions or Goliath. It, did, it made no difference. Because his shield and his buckler was God, you couldn't touch him. But here's a case where because he's had a child illegally in, 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 in adultery with a, with a married woman, the child didn't survive. He prayed, he prayed and fasted, but God didn't hear. So that's one thing. David fell to sexual immorality. The result was the shield of protection around him was gone so that the offspring of that union died. It didn't survive. Second example we can look at, you know, in the book of Numbers, um, we see a certain prophet called Balaam. And he, he was hired by a, a, a Moabite king, Balak, to go and curse Israel. He tried his best to curse, but each time he'd go and raise an, a, an altar to curse Israel, he could only bless Israel because Israel at the point in time was walking in the light of God's word. Bible says that word is a lamp on So while the light was shining, they would not fall off the path. You couldn't hit them. Then in Numbers chapter 25. Now, when Balaam failed to curse Israel, he gave Balak advice that I can't curse them. But you, if you can entice them to sexual sins, God's protection will fall off. You can then touch and then they will be destroyed. So, in come the Moabite women who, who seem to be very beautiful to the, to, 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 to the Israelites. Bible says that Israel played the harlot with the Moabite women. Now, God asked them to be separate from because, because Moab was an idol worshipping niche and God hates uh, idolatry. He says that I um, worship no other God beside me. So, and he's a jealous God. If he's jealous, imagine which married person is happy to see his or her husband or wife openly um, give atten- affection to someone. So, imagine you, you're, you're a couple, you go out for a function and your spouse spends all the time conversing with an, a, a, a person of opposite sex. How would you feel? Will you not be upset or jealous that the person has, has set you aside? Who are the primary purpose for coming there to, to, to focus on somebody else? So, while Israel turned away from God and chased these Moabite women, and committed fornication adultery with them, God's protection went away, and then over 24,000 people died of a plague. Again, we see that once the temple was, def- once their bodies were defiled, God steps back, then the enemy is able to touch them with afflictions, with plagues, and with death. The third example we see is the example of Joseph. Joseph in, in Genesis chapter 39. This is a, 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 an innocent young man who has, who has dreams. Shares the dreams with his father and his brothers, and out of jealousy, they sell him to Egypt. In Egypt, he is bought by a certain person called Potiphar. In Potiphar's house, he's so diligent that he's made, he's put in charge of all his things. Potiphar's wife begins to desire Joseph and begins to make advances towards him. Joseph turns it down, but she persists day by day by day, pressing to try to get him to commit adultery or to, to, to sleep with her. He refuses. One day, she actually holds him physically, trying to restrain him. He, ex- he escapes, leaving his cloak behind. So you see, this is the one man who chose the advice of free sexual sins. He fled. Now, he left evidence of his cloak behind. He was um, 
they bore false witness against him, put him in jail. But you see, the thing was that because he was still in the will of God, and because he worked with God, God's protection about him meaning that he was vindicated. Effectively, he became the second highest person in the whole of Egypt. So even Potiphar now had to had to report to him in, in the reporting line. Now, what do we see over here? God says our body is his temple. In the New Testament, God does not live in the temple of Jesus. He lives in our bodies. God is holy. And God is holy such that he can't abide in his sin. He can't live with sin. Now, if you look at the temple of Jerusalem, when... Um, when Solomon built the temple and dedicated the temple, as soon as he finished the dedication, the presence of God came so the priest couldn't stand to minister. Nobody could enter into the temple because the glory of God was there. This same temple, when Hezekiah the king showed the treasures of the temple to Babylon, God told him that I will give everything of this temple to Babylon because he had exposed the secrets of the temple. The same temple that people couldn't stand to minister, it was the same temple that Babylon went into to ransack and, 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 and loot. What's the point? The point is the fact that our bodies are God's temple. God says that he will bless our water, he will bless our food. He will be with us to the end of the world. He will dwell in us and keep us running the race until we finish the race. But there's a catch. As long as he's in us, he expects us to glorify him with our bodies and our spirits. How do we glorify him? We must keep our temple clean. He says any other sin we commit is against, is outside the body, but the sexual sin is, is against the body. So when it happens, so you find out that we have what we call STS or sexually transmitted, sexually transmitted infections, gonorrhea, chlamydia, uh, um, um, syphilis, all manner of things that happen to the body, HIV and the like, because of sexual sins. So when we sin sexually, we stay in the body, God's spirit can't do it. He steps out of the body, so then we are exposed to things that God would have wanted to keep us from. Now, seeing how dangerous it is to us, if we, if we persist in sexual sins, the problem is the fact that if we are believers, the Holy Spirit dwells within us. While we walk with him, he keeps us clean. We bear good fruit. If we choose to engage in sexual sins, he cannot stand unclean. He has to step aside. When we step aside, our temple becomes empty. The Bible says that if um, an evil spirit is in a person and is cast out, he goes out to a wilderness, wandering, looking for a, a place to rest. When he doesn't find one, he comes back to his house. If he finds it clean and empty. So you see... We are Christians and we have the Holy Spirit. When he leaves us, we become empty of the Spirit of God. And that Spirit will come to and and says, the Spirit goes and brings seven others greater than himself. So if we engage in such things, we are saying, Holy Spirit, leave me alone and let me live my life. And I'm inviting demons to come and dwell within me. How do you think you expect to run? You will certainly not run the race. Well, you will fail in your attempt to walk with God. So Bible says that be careful. Flee. Flee because if you engage this in one, you stay in the body. Bible says that... um, but Bible said that when Jesus Christ was going to Jerusalem, the children healed him. He says that if they don't heal him, even the stones. See, the thing is that even your body will testify against that you have sinned against them. That, that hence, the body will end up in trouble in, in, with diseases and, and things that work against you. So God is saying that if we expect to overcome, you know, we must flee. How do we flee? You know, the thing is that we say, oh, some of us say, oh, as for me, I've never been to see a prostitute before. I've never uh, slept with anyone any person's wife or husband before. But the thing is, in our generation, sin is actually at our door, on our devices. You know, if we look at it, in the days of David, when he looked on um, Bathsheba, he wasn't concerned until he slept with her. In our day, Jesus Christ says that in Matthew chapter 5, if you look upon a woman with lust, you have sinned against her. And Job says in Job 31.1, I have made a covenant with my eyes. Why should I think upon a me? It means that you shouldn't even look at images that 
the images that will make you think upon someone's nakedness and begin to imagine things, avoid those things. So, what are the ways we can fall? Commonly, most people nowadays are on WhatsApp and there's what we call a status post. Certain people's posts are very provocative. They are intended to get your mind to be filthy. How do you avoid, how do you flee? It means that for these ones, you, have, you either have to block them or remove your numbers from your phone. Anything that will cause your eyes to be corrupted. Keep in mind that your eyes are the windows to your soul. You see, the Bible says that the eyes are the light of the body. If your eye is darkness, then, 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 then how great this darkness is in you. So your eyes must see God's light. But you cannot with the same eyes look at filth and look at God. The example is that Uzzah, when David tried to bring the ark from, to, to Jerusalem, he, he was supposed to have sent priests to carry the ark, but he sent a new cart and two cows and, and two oxen. While the cart was coming, the oxen stumbled, and then the, the, the ark on the oxen looked as it was about to fall. Uzzah, who was not a priest, tried to hold the ark and was struck dead. Why? Because he was not fit to touch the ark because he was not a Levite or a priest. So the same way, if we expect to walk with God and want to live in, 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 with Him and His holy, we must abstain from things that will stain us. If we are stained, if He stays, why does the Holy Spirit leave us? If He stays in us, He is a consuming fire. He will consume us, but He loves us. So He steps aside so that we will not be killed by His holiness and His presence with us. So Bible says that flee. So do you have status posts from people where they show nakedness, where TikTok things show people twerking? Block, uninstall, throw it away, do away with these things. Are you on Facebook all the time following people who are only showing their cleavages and, and, and their assets which should be covered up? Uh, unfollow them, uh, unfriend them so that you save your soul. The other thing is that, are you a visitor to many various porn sites? It's in your own interest for the sake of your soul. Bible says that if you think upon a maid, you have sinned against, you, you, have, you have committed fornication or adultery. Get away from those sites, uninstall. Flee from those things. Get rid of, get, get, throw away all those things that will cause your eyes to be blind. Keep in mind that when Samson, a strong man, fell, the first thing that were taken out were his eyes. The eyes allow you to see the glory of God. The eyes allow you to read the. The eyes allow you to, if you are gifted, to be able to see and prophesy. If your eyes are dim, how can you see the warnings of God? How can you see the things? How can you begin to even glorify God in your body? So, Bible is telling us today that. Flee youthful lust. Flee, flee sexual sins. And the example is Joseph. It may seem silly to the world. It may seem wrong to the world. It may seem like you are not correct. But Bible says that save yourself from this untold generation. Save yourself. Anyhow, Bible says that violence taken by force. It requires violence. So if you have to block somebody, block them. If you have to stop picking or stop picking them. The person who keeps calling you to engage in phone sex with you, stop picking their calls. The person who keeps sending you images of their nakedness, block the person and get them off. Keep in mind that your soul will live forever. Bible says that fear the person who can destroy both the soul and the body in the first place. Fear God. Don't fear men. Men may slander you, but look at Joseph. They slandered him, but because he was a God, God glorified Joseph in his own time. Do you expect to, to, to benefit from, from, from God's glory? In that case, Bible says flee. Flee anyhow. Are you, but are you now, you are... You are in your workplace now. You are a married man or married woman. You are constantly engaging in 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 in, 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 in chats with somebody's wife or somebody else. Stop it now. Bible says that out of your heart flows the issues of life. If you are out of your heart flows such things, you are leading yourself to a point where you end up in falling the place of fornication. Stop it now. Are you a boss in a workplace, and your only intent is the fact that you're using your position? 
to, 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 to ensnare young ones. Bible says, flee youthful lust. Stop, stop being a snare. Keep in mind that Bible says, he who causes a little one of mine to fall, it's better for him to be thrown into the middle of the sea with a millstone around his neck than for him to live. Keep that in mind that God is a holy God. God says that we should not be stumbling blocks to each other. So what is it that is keeping you from running the race, sexual sin? How is it blocking you? Is it your text message you are receiving? Is it WhatsApp you are on? Is it Instagram you are watching? Whatever means by which your eyes have been polluted or corrupted. God says flee. Flee means stop it. If you have to go off social media because your soul is that precious to God. He, he gave his only begotten son that the whole world will, live, will look to him and live by faith in Jesus Christ. Bible says that if you despise such a great gift, then really, then you ask for nothing else but to be destroyed by God. Because there's only one way out of this earth, which leads to life. This is Jesus Christ. He's the only way. He's a way of, of it's a narrow path of truth, of holiness and righteousness, which requires that you must forsake everything of the past, which will stain your garment and stain your body. Bible says that your body is the same. So if you want God to be in your body, then you have to leave these things behind. So final thing is this. One, flee youthful lusts. Sorry, flee sexual sins. That is the thing. And it doesn't mean that only youth. Because look, look, in our current generation, whether young, we hear all manner of stories of people 70, 80, 90, 60, who are also engaged in sexual sins. Their value is the same for any age category. God is still the same God. He says that flee these things. Flee these things. Don't resist. Flee. So don't say that, oh, I'm going to visit my boyfriend or my girlfriend and I'll, I'll stay with her overnight. Let's be rational and reasonable. If you, are, if you are attracted to somebody, you are bound to end up in sexual sin with them. Avoid places that leave you alone and vulnerable. Avoid watching movies that incite, uh, incite uh, uh, sexual edges in you. Avoid music that triggers sexual edges in you. Avoid content on social media that, that, that corrupts your eyes and triggers you t- to be aroused. It is not the best for you because you are simply lighting a fire you can't quench. Some of them say that don't light a fire. Don't arouse love before it is time. And that's the advice that God loves you. God loves us. But he's holy. He says that if you must come to me and I must live in you, you must be holy. In that case, you, if, 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 you stay in your, if you stay in the body with sexual sin, I can't live in you. And even if Bible says that God, if God, since God loves you, He's He's bound to punish you. So that He says that which father doesn't punish a child whom He loves? God loves us, so He says, flee. If you don't flee, you may not die when you engage, but know that you may end up with some damage to yourself in terms of some sexual STI that will that will stay in you forever. Or God forbid, you end up dying in that state. Where do you go? You have sold your soul for a moment of pleasure, not that's not a very wise thing. So to finish, it says that don't be like Israel and Moab. Don't be like David and Bathsheba. Be like Joseph. Be willing to take the humiliation of being called a a, a fool, of being called a John, of being called all manner of names. Know that if heaven rejoices in your victory, that's all you need. For when we stand on the last day before God, our victory is a fact that that the Lamb of God washed us and gave us a power to walk like Him. That is our victory. If you can say that indeed in him I, I live and move and have my being, on that day there are crowns for you, on that day there's rejoicing for you. But if you refuse to follow that narrow path, if you refuse to, to flee, you'll find out that you may have won many souls for Christ. You may have done many things for Christ. You said, I never knew because you refuse to hear my voice. Because he says, my sheep hear my voice. The shepherd is speaking all the time. He's saying, flee, flee. If you flee, I will, I will save you and I will, I, I will perfect you. I will make you like myself. I will make you into my, my, my full image and my life so that you can please my father and offer yourself as a living sacrifice unto me. Amen. So let's pray. Father, our God and our King, in a generation like ours, so God, where 
the content that, that floods our eyes and our ears to God seeks to arouse us and make us sexually impure. Father, light our way. Show us the path of God. Help us to God to flee youthful lusts, flee sexual sins, flee anything that will corrupt our bodies, O oh God, and make us unfit to God to be called your children. Lord God, deliver us, O oh God, from every sense of self. Give us the strength, O oh God, to block, O oh God, to, un- to unfollow, to unfriend anyone, anything, O oh God, Father, that seeks, O oh God, to snare our souls to the pit of hell by the open door of sexual sin that lord jesus christ will be temple so god that will be fit for you to dwell in us and bless us for your presence and your power and help us see oh god that father indeed for your children oh god you love us and you lead us and god into rest we thank you father in jesus name we pray amen